Hey, it's your girl, Ashley Gray, coming to you with another episode of Girl Code 101. And I am still celebrating Women in History Month. Stay tuned. Hey, it's your girl, Ashley Gray, creator and host of the Girl Code 101 podcast. And I'm here to tell you that you can listen to Girl Code 101 all the time and not just on Sundays when a new episode is released. Go to www.girlcode101. All of the episodes are there from the very first one up into the most recent one. There are also opportunities to advertise with me as well as be a guest on my show. Yes, I'm doing that. Go to www.girlcode101.com as well as following this podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, The Works, all under girlcode101.com. So that way you can stay connected. Again, www.girlcode101.com. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Girl Code 101. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I am so glad that you picked today to listen to the Girl Code 101 podcast. And if you are a returning listener, of course, always, I appreciate the love. So for those who do not know, this is Women in History Month. And this is an opportunity for women to be celebrated from all walks of life. Everybody has some type of woman in their life, whether it's mom, aunt, cousin, niece, best friend, wife, whatever the case may be. Everybody has a woman in their lives. And this is the month where it is highlighted that they are celebrated. Women, of course, um, should should be celebrated all through the year. But this is, you know, like the designated month to just remind people of, hey, it's Women in History Month. Um, each year is a different theme. And this year's theme is celebrating women who tell our story. And last week, I shared my own personal story. And for me, that was a very vulnerable place <laughs> because I never really expressed those feelings that I felt when it came to uh, telling my story. I never really talked about it out loud. So if you did not hear that episode from last week, please go back and listen to it because it'll give you an inside scoop as far as my story. But today I did want to talk more about the aspect of your story. Um, and I think a lot of times people will say, oh, well, you know, since I was born, I did this. That's where I'm at right now. And it's just kind of like, yeah, that's my thing. But your story is so important because it helps understand your future and it helps give you um, kind of like a segue into your future. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever heard the saying, you know, you can't know where you're going unless you know where you've been. And a lot of people kind of debate on that and, you know, different things like that. But I kind of am, well, not kind of, I am a very firm believer in that. And I'm a very firm believer in if you don't, you know what I'm saying, pay attention to the things that happened in the past, you'll repeat history. And sometimes that's a good thing and other times it's not. So what I try my best to do is make sure that I have an understanding of my past, my story. Um, so when it comes to the present and the future, I'm understanding like, okay, so I was here and so now I'm here and I can't wait to be here. I'm talking about in the future, okay? 
So your story is so important because in your story, it gives you this understanding of what you want to do and what you don't want to do, what you want to repeat and what you don't want to repeat. Okay. Um, for example, the thing I've thought about, um, I, it was a story that I had read on Facebook and it was two brothers who were raised in the same household, um, whose father was alcoholic and there, when they became older, they went on two completely different paths. Okay. One brother said, well, I saw my father drinking, so that's all I seen. So that's all I knew. And that's what I became. And then the other brother was like, I saw my father drinking and I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do. I knew I did not want to be an alcoholic. So he ended up choosing a completely different path. So it's so important that we understand that when it comes to our stories, whether it's good things or whether it's bad things, um, the bad things show us what we don't want to repeat. The good things show us what we want to take. Um, want to take with us. Um, another funny example is, you know, I look back on it now and I'm just like, wow. But, um, a thing that I know that I don't want to repeat whenever I have children, especially with my daughter, um, is not, um, having those conversations, those tough conversations, you know, about, you know, their body changing and about sex and all of those different things that teenagers go, go through and experience. Um, my mom, she did the best she could, but it was a topic that she was very uncomfortable with discussing. Um, and my dad had passed away when I was 10. So, you know, it was pretty much up to my mom to have those conversations and, you know, say so it was very uncomfortable for her to have. And I later found out that her mom, it was very uncomfortable for her mom to have that conversation, um, with her. And at the same time, that wasn't the conversation of sex and your body changing and, you know, saying all those different aspects like that and, uh, communicating and all those types of relationships and stuff like that that wasn't something that was talked about um when my mom's mom talked to her so it was kind of a thing of she didn't really know how to maneuver and have the conversation um uh, my mom she just kind of gave me like some you know flat answers this and that and it's just kind of like okay but I have questions <laughs> and she you know saying she just didn't feel comfortable because it was never a topic that was introduced to her in a comfortable you know what I'm saying a safe kind of way so I always vowed that that would be something when it came to my kids you know what I'm saying especially you know with my daughter because you know with me being my mom's daughter and everything I wanted to always make sure that even if it was the most uncomfortable conversation I would want my daughter to be able to have that conversation with me and feel safe and feel as though um, she can come to me for information about that. Because the reality is, especially how things are now, if they don't get the information in a safe setting, in a safe space, they'll go, they'll want to, like, they want to know the answer and they will go and find other outlets to get the answer. And sometimes those answers are not always correct. So saying all that to say there were things that you know contribute to my story that I learned okay this was something that I want to take with me to my future um and this is there are some things that I don't want to repeat and that is all okay and necessary because when it comes down to when it comes to our stories I mean let's just be realistic even if you like um, whether you read or whether you um watch a Netflix series or whatever the case may be like let's be honest if the show was completely like all rainbows, perfect, down to the T, nothing, no hair out of place, nothing, anything like that, would we really watch the show or read the book? Or let me rephrase it a different way. Would we even 
get something from it. You know what I'm saying? In most cases, no. Because we understand that a person's story, whether it's a story in a book or the story on, on Netflix or whatever, we understand that the story helps build up to where the character is now. And we have a better understanding of the character or of the person in the book or whatever. We have a better understanding because we know what their story was about. We know where they started. We know that there is more to it than just, you know what I'm saying, the person right now. Okay. So also what I learned when it comes to your story, and this helped me so much because um, when it came to sharing my personal story, it definitely would take a lot. <laughs> it would definitely like take a lot because um, it wasn't that I was ashamed of my story, but it was more of there were parts in my story that were completely not the best. You know what I'm saying? And looking at me now, you would never think certain things. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had shared last week, you know, just with me having so many insecurities when I was younger, um, but I never really like displayed it because I was always the jokester. You know, say I was always the one that made people laugh. I had a, you know, a nice personality or whatever. But of course, you know, I had things that, you know, I felt insecure about myself and other people saw. And if they would say something about it, that will also add on to my insecurity. Um, and I was like kind of talking about a little bit of that with my teens because I had some teens who were just kind of saying, well, you know, they don't like this about themselves or they don't like how this looks on them and different things like that. And, you know, one day I was telling them, I was like, man, listen, when I was in middle school, you know, say I had I was insecure about this. And I was insecure about that and blah, blah, blah. And I remember one of my teens was like, Miss Ashley, you? Really? And I was, at first I was kind of like taken aback. I was like, yeah, I was in middle school once. And there were some things I didn't like about myself, but I, you know, grew to love. And they were like, judging like how you are now, we would have never known that. And that's why our stories are so important. Because not only did they realize like, whoa, this cool adult, and yes, I did call myself cool, yeah. <laughs> this cool adult that is our teacher had similar situations and circumstances that we have right now. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it brings almost this sense of just realizing that, you know, people are human. It's a crazy concept for most people to wrap their minds around, but we are human. And our lives are not perfect. Our stories sometimes can be so complex and different and, you know, turns and ups and downs and, you know, all these different things. And so um, what I don't want anybody to ever feel like is that their story isn't important, like their story isn't um, worth listening to. Somebody right now needs to hear your story to know that the exact same thing that they're going through, there's something on the other side. There's a brighter, a brighter day on the other side of it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, that that's so important. And I just wish that, you know what I'm saying, we could get in a better place where we can feel comfortable and not just comfortable, but confident to share our stories with people who really need them. You know what I'm saying? I've been in I've been in rooms where, and this is, you know, you know, regret now, but I have been in rooms with people sharing similar situations that I have been through and them needing 
you know what I'm saying? Needing to hear that there's something on the other side of this because I, I went through the same thing. But instead of me, you know what I'm saying, telling my story, I just kind of keep it to myself. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that that, knowing just hearing that little piece of advice could help, could have helped somebody. But now I feel like I, I'm in a place now where I can share those things maybe not all at once sometimes and that's okay but definitely in the instance of just like you know pieces when it's needed you know sharing your story to people when it's needed sharing this piece of information from your story when it's needed you know what I'm saying but there's so much strength in our stories um especially you know for women in history month there's so much in our stories as women, just like, um, how so, so many things. And I mean, you can go back in history and you can look at, you know, where women stood in, in this particular situation or where, you know, women stood in this movement. And it's so powerful to see how important it is, how poor, how important it is to be present and how important it is within your story um, to to actually walk walk it through walk it through. You know what I'm saying? I went um, like on Google when I was just trying to get like some ideas as far as like talking about your story and celebrating women in history who tell our stories and the strength of women. It's amazing. There is this one picture. Now, I'm thinking about right now that was all over social media during the time of the Black Lives Matter movement. And it was this girl. She was, I mean, she was standing straight up, you know what I'm saying? Her hands, she had her hand in one hand and the other hand, and she was standing like still as could be very peaceful. And you could see how like some of the officers were like coming to get her. And she, there was so much strength and poise in her stance. You know what I'm saying? In in this in this moment where the movement is going, where all the Black Lives Matter movements were going on and just, you know, how she was like allowed herself to not be weakened or moved by the possibility of this happening, but her coming out to make a stance and to take a stance and to um, to basically have that added to her story. Cause I'm telling you, like, if you, I mean, you can literally just go and Google, you know what I'm saying? I don't, we don't know her name, but you can Google like the girl standing in the Black Lives Matter movement and guarantee you when her picture comes up that you will know exactly the picture, you know what I'm saying, that I talk about. But even just like, you know, for those who don't know, um, or if, I mean, if you haven't been watching the news or on social media, but of course we do know that Roe v. Wade was overturned and, you know, for a lot of, a lot of women, that was something that definitely changed history. Um, it was something that really just, um, was a shocking situation. Everybody has like their opinions as far as, you know, what they think. Or how they feel about it. Um, but in that instance, when it came to to women, to know that that was something that pertained to them. And how some women are so, are right now are still, 
you know, doing that the best that they can, but they're, you know, they're still remaining so strong and, you know, how they're just working through the different things that's transpiring with that. It's just, it's just so amazing how women, how we just bounce back. Like we just, we just constantly, we just, we keep it moving despite the odds, despite, you know, whatever's going on, despite different situations, we, as women, we still keep it moving. And I think that that is so powerful. And I think every single woman um, who has had to stand up for something or every single woman that, you know, maybe in her childhood may have had different things happen to her or whatever the case may be, the things that are, you know, added on to her story. But those things did not stop her. That's so cool. It never it never stops us. Is just something that we add on to our story as we keep moving forward. And I think that that is the most powerful thing ever. Like, I mean, if you think about so many different women in history, like the first person that came to mind, I thought about Rosa Parks and it's just kind of like, whoa, you know, just like she could have allowed that situation to um, wreck her life and she could have given up. She could have, you know, saying canceled it all. But she just added that part to her story and kept it moving to where, you know what I'm saying? That's the, that moment is something that we remember. You know what I'm saying? We don't forget that that's in history, but that was just something that was added to her story that, you know, of her greatness, you know, and even the young lady who did it before Rosa Parks, a lot of people don't know about that, but there was a young lady who um, actually did that before Rosa Parks. You know what I'm saying? But at the time it was, they didn't want to like make that, make her the face of the movement, you know, of course, because she was very young and at the same time she was also pregnant, but, um, that was even added to her story, you know? And that was something that, you know, later on in her, in her future, you know what I'm saying? People remember it, but it was just a part in her story to just add on to the greatness that was to come so many different women I could go on and on but the point I'm trying to make is don't allow your story to be something that is used as a way of making you feel bad or making you feel like you're not enough or making you feel as though you should completely cover it up somebody needs to hear your story because they're going through the same thing and they're thinking that there is no way that they can get on the other side of this but there is more on the other side there is but the beauty of it celebrating women who tell our stories you know what I'm saying and I believe when they say like our stories I think a lot of times we have so many different we have so many different types of women so many different walks of life so many you know different ethnicities skin colors everything but when you think about the different stories of women there are always going to be parts that are connected to another woman's story. Or there's always going to be parts that are so similar to another woman's story. And I think that that is so powerful and something that a lot of people really need to think about when, when they're thinking about their story. And, you know, to be honest with you, a lot of times, sometimes we have to share our story because there is another generation that comes right behind us and our story could either help or hurt 
you know what I'm saying the next generation just going back to the story you know with the two brothers you know one brother decided okay my father's story is not going to be my story and of course you know you had the other brother who you know unfortunately that ended up being his story but it doesn't have to another person's story does not have to be your story it could be an example of how you could write your story but it doesn't have to be your story you know what I'm saying? And just kind of going back to the thing again with my mom. Like, of course, you know, like I said, with my grandmother, those conversations wasn't easy for her to have with my mom. And so, you know, my mom unintentionally repeated the same story to me. But I'm going to make sure that that story ends with me. And that when I have, you know, when I have a daughter, the new story is going to be open communication and, you know, the ability to be able to ask those hard questions and feel like she's in a safe place to do it. So I'm saying all this to say, <laughs> grab a hold to your story. Le I mean, learn your story verbatim, even the parts that hurt, even the parts that you know, weren't the prettiest, you know, because those parts matter too. Okay. Um, like I said, when it comes to stories, most of the time, if it's all rainbows and perfect, there's nothing to look forward to. There's nothing to be like, Oh, okay. So what's the character's development? Like the, like the character's life and, and, and the setting, everything is already perfect. So what does, what is she growing into? So that's why it's important. Talk, like when it comes to your story, talk about those things that are good as well as the things that weren't so great, because those things help us get a better understanding of the person you are now or the person that you're going to be in the future. And when we see you in the future as this amazing person who, you know, had to have this great successful career and, you know, all these other great things, we can look back and see, wow. She started from right there. She had all this stuff happen to her. She lost this. I don't know how she did it, but look at her. And that's you. Whoever is listening to this right now, they're talking about you. They are talking about the awesomeness that is you. So um, celebrating Women in History Month, celebrating women who tell our stories. I am not going to lie. I love it here when I say love it here I love being a woman <laughs> I love it here it's, it's just to be in the number of of other amazing powerful strong women I love it here um so tune in next week for the next episode of girl code 101 still talking about celebrating women in history month um if you not if you because I know you do a woman that you may know um, in your life, like I said, whether it's family, not family, maybe it's a teacher, maybe it's a coach, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Reach out and let that woman know that you appreciate them, that they're doing a great job. Um, I know for me, I posted something on my Facebook and there's this picture of this girl crying and the caption read, when someone says they're proud of you, even when you don't feel like you're doing enough. Um, that's important. That is important. You do not have a clue sometimes how some people are feeling. You know what I'm saying? They could be busting their butts, getting stuff done and doing the best they can, but still feel like it's not enough. So let a woman know this week, hey, you know, I appreciate what you're doing. You're doing great. 
I'm proud of you. Um, you are enough. You are loved. You are supported. Like, I mean, let a woman this week know that. Let them know that. And don't hold back. Like, I mean, laid on thick, <laughs> like laid on thick. Okay. So yeah. So y'all have a great week. Um, a safe week because I do know it's spring break. Um, and take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. And don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Girl Code 101. Bye.